I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. I'm taking the taboos of menopause and perimenopause and bringing light to the dark. No bullshit, no shame. It's time for us to gain a new paradigm in female health, out with the old and in with the new, and I'm bringing fresh perspectives from someone in the arena. I've been practicing women's health for nearly 20 years, and I'm spilling the tea and what it means to live at midlife, knowing that the best is yet to come. I'm sharing my Gen X approach to living through this transition, sassy, a bit sweary, and always honest. Tactical tips and instantly usable information is my aim. I hope to make you laugh and that you learn something new that helps you embrace the change. Together, we bring power to the Perry. Onward to the podcast. Hey, it's Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. How are you doing today? It's uh, Halloween uh, when I'm recording this, and uh, it's gotten quite chilly outside, and perhaps it's the feistiness that I'm feeling with eclipse season upon us. (laughs) But let's see if I can deliver you some truth bombs today to ease the journey, because I'm just like you. I'm a woman on my own menopause journey, figuring out my own perimenopause from a a brain that perhaps has a little bit of an advantage in understanding how hormones work. And as always, that's my goal for you, is to deliver the goods. So if I can crack the window a tiny bit in your awareness, that gives you a little more comfort, a little more ease on this journey then I've done my job. (laughs) And I'm so grateful for the time you spend with me. So let's see if I can't bring you something juicy today on this Halloween day. Before I get into the podcast, though, I'd like to share my new ad for Athletic Greens, AG1, our sponsor. I would like to acknowledge our sponsor, Athletic Greens, which is now called AG1. This is a vitamin, mineral, and probiotic greens drink. It helps me boost my energy and gives me the nutrients I need in case I don't get what I want and need in my diet for the day. It tastes great, and it has mushrooms and digestive enzymes and adaptogens for adrenal health. I take it once a day. It's truly an all-in-one supplement. If you would like to try AG, please visit athleticgreens.com slash Fiona Lovely, and they'll send you a year's supply of liquid vitamin D3 with K2 and five free travel packs, which come in mighty handy for getting your AG on the go. Thanks, Athletic Greens, for sponsoring the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. Okay, so in the honor of menopause awareness day which was august uh, excuse me october 18th let's see if we can't crack this open this really important topic of menopause when you consider that there are 850 million women around the world in the menopause transition or perimenopause that gives you an idea that there's a whole lot of us 
either doing marvelously well and have nothing to say, in which case I want to hear from those sisters because I want to know your secret. (laughs) Or there's just not a lot of us speaking up because we know the answer is going to be you have to suffer through it. Don't take that. It's the bitch pill. Can you imagine? Um, And if you don't know what I'm referring to, I did an Instagram uh, post a couple of months back about how a patient of mine was told by her medical doctor when she asked to take the hormone replacement pill, her, uh, his response to her was, don't take that. That's like taking a bitch pill. Can you believe that? <laughs> if you're as shocked as I was right now upon hearing that, <laughs> your eyes probably just blew wide open. Anyways, this is the sort of uninformed thing thoughts, uh, uninformed opinions, misogynistic opinions, etc., that we can suffer with. Now, this was quite a while ago. This patient has been through um, menopause for probably 15 years at this point. So, um, you know, I like to think things are getting better. And I, I really look at the emergence of the research coming out now as a sign that things are improving. And, um, You know, I had an experience last week in the office where I'd had a couple of nights of not great sleep and I didn't feel particularly well recovered to see patients. And and before I started seeing patients, I let my staff know, please don't book any more people on my schedule today. Just let it be what it's going to be. And um, I can just uh, enjoy myself and not, you know, try to recover a little bit as I'm doing my work, which helps that I love my work and and so it is a recovery tool for me. But what I said to the gals was perimenopause is a bitch ladies prepare now. And these are women that are all in their mid some of them in their late 20s. And I was surprised at how many of them came back to me and said I'm listening, tell me how. So I like to think that that's our daughters, uh perhaps our uh nieces. Um, that are saying, okay, we want to do it differently because we saw how our moms and our aunties and our grandmas suffered. So that makes me very hopeful that things are changing. But our understanding of midlife menopause transition, otherwise known as perimenopause, continues to evolve because the research is expanding. And it is my impression that a lot of that research is coming because of us female doctors saying we need more options for our female patients and ourselves But also it's women running the research. So heck yeah, I'm so happy to see that. There's also more women speaking out. Truthfully, the women going through the transition now are Gen X. That's me too. We don't like to stay quiet. We were not taught to stay quiet. We were raised scrappy and wild. And we learned to speak our minds. And I think because of that, there there is a demand for better care and better answers for us. And we will no longer be muzzled by the good girl conditioning. Now, I still have patients that will not talk about things unpleasant um, that can go along with, with menopause. And I wish them well. That's deep, deep conditioning from our uh, culture, unfortunately. But the truth is, if you ask You can only start to open doors. So make sure you're asking the question. And if your doctor doesn't have answers for you, your healthcare provider doesn't have answers for you, perhaps somebody else will. And you can ask, where should I go if you don't have the answers? Now, whether it's hot flashes or joint pain, 
insomnia, dry skin or acne, anxiety, heavy bleeding, painful intercourse, our symptoms have the same cause. Two things, stress intolerance or chronic stress. And number two is the chronology of hormonal egress. So in plain speak, that's leaky tolerations plus life events causing an ongoing chemical stress response, which wears down our body and brain. And the natural decline of the sex hormones with age. Now that happens for men too. It's called andropause in this case for the case of this podcast uh, because I'm talking to women about female health. Um, We're talking about perimenopause and the menopause transition. Those two terms can be used interchangeably. So cool. We know this. We know what causes the symptoms of midlife. But how do we fix this problem? One of those problems is psychological but it has physical implications. And one is a physical problem that has psychological implications. (laughs) Now, you've been listening to the podcast for a while, so you know I'm always going to give you information that's helpful. And I'm going to give you a to-do list of stuff. You can start right now. If it resonates with you, pick one thing. Nothing needs to be overwhelming. Just pick one thing that resonates with you and start to implement it in your life. So number one, we are aware that stress damages the system when it's ongoing. Now, stress and the stress response is a fairly new experience, or at least the chronic version is, for human beings. It hasn't even been defined in the dictionaries for more than a few decades at this point. So what we understand is that the experience of efficiency and productivity meeting capitalism and the patriarchy is what's made us focused on being productive as human beings because then we're valuable. But I'm here to say that has done a number to our health for brain and body and to start to disentangle from some of that. I know it sounds very complicated. Don't worry about that so much. Just kind of, you'll know what it is for you. Start to disentangle yourself from it and say, do I really need to have this level of response every time I get an email from, from a, that causes me stress or I have a shitty boss or a shitty neighbor or a shitty friend that's causing me stress? Do I need to react every time? And the answer is no. That's the part you're in control of. How people respond to you and your environment, stress is going to come up. That's not your concern. That's them. But how you respond to it, that's always on you. And it's a decision, and we can choose differently. So yes, chronic stress is a choice, and I know that's a real kick in the ass. I know that. Because <laughs> this is me too, right? But I'm learning to disentangle from that because I'm more attached to my own well-being and longevity than I am to continue the patterns of ongoing stress. Shitty things happen. You get to choose how you respond. And the the emotions basically come down to love or fear. You can choose to be loving towards yourself or somebody else involved in the situation. Or you can choose to be in fear and stress and ongoing. Another way to look at it is you get to choose between thriving 
or declining. And it makes it pretty stark when you say it that way. I know I find that helpful because, you know, I can intellectualize pretty much anything. But if you break it down really simply, I go, oh, right. Okay, yeah, I'm being a jerk to myself. What am I doing? And then it allows me space that I can stop. I can be compassionate for myself. I can feel loving. But you get to choose. Now, your hormones are going to decline. What we can do, because we have the testing ability now, whether we're using blood, whether using urine or saliva, you can test hormones all those ways. You can choose to look at them and act accordingly. So what do we know? We know that the hormones of estrogen, progesterone, testosterone decline with age, decline with life experience, if that word feels better, that phrase feels better to you than aging. We look at them and say, okay, well, can we supplement here? Is it safe to do so? Now, if there are some of you out there that are going, oh, I have a family history of breast cancer, I can't do hormones, it's not necessarily true anymore. It's all in how they are delivered and how they are monitored. And the most important thing there is that you work with a practitioner that actually has the knowledge to be able to monitor you appropriately on hormones to ease your transition. I find this one is a very pervasive uh, way of thinking and I, I, I come across women all the time that still understand that this is the that there is no option for them and we're learning that there actually is there's a uh, an option for you to take hormones but you just need to be monitored um, tightly let's say now the stress hormones can go up they can go down but as I've just spoken to you about we can choose loving kindness for ourselves we can choose gentleness for ourselves even if we were never taught that I certainly was not. I was taught to be um, to, to be productive, to get to get shit done. I was taught that. And I have had to learn to back away from that for my own wellness and well-being and to choose when I'm going to engage. So I encourage you to do the same. I give you permission to do the same. I give you permission to find softness and gentleness for yourself because it's good for our hormones, because it's good for our health. I encourage you to be a good mother to yourself. Now, what if progesterone is low? Well, hormone replacement therapy, or HT, we call it now hormone therapy, is a safe option. Again, you need to be monitored. And the way you take the progesterone is really, really important. Not all hormones are created equal. Um, and I know those of you in the States can pick some up at the, at the health food store. So... I'm going to encourage you not to do that, to actually work with someone who knows what they're doing so that they can monitor your hormones. But the truth is, that's one of the ways we can manage this whole mess of menopause is to uh, ease down that bumpiness. Remember, not that long ago, women did not live long past their 40s. So we're evolving. We're literally blazing a trail, building a path. Our brains have evolved far quicker than our physical bodies can. So we're assisting the process in that way. Now, what if your inflammation is high? Well, that's a really important factor in whether or not you have symptoms of menopause, transition or perimenopause. Inflammation elevated will keep you stuck in the place of having symptoms. So is that a matter of the inflammation is coming from a chronic stress? Okay, that's psychological. You can work on that. 
Maybe it's time for some therapy. Maybe it's time to get a hobby or, or go do something you love to do because we get so mired down in the doing, we forget what it means to just be. And the being is in those quiet moments with ourselves. Really important stuff. But what if your gut is ongoingly a problem? Uh, that's something that will cause inflammation. Clean up your diet. Again, that's not an easy thing. I say it so flippantly, but I've had to do it myself. So I know how, how that um, can be a challenge. But lean in. Nothing needs to be done black and white. You know, lean in. And, and let, it be, let it be fun. Let it be easy. Allow yourself to learn some stuff about how great you can feel, etc. What if your B12 is low? Easy to supplement that one. And that's one I see a lot. What if you're a woman that has chronic anemia? That's something that needs to be monitored and corrected. And unfortunately, traditional medicine doesn't have great options there. So you have to work with a doctor that has the functional medicine range of options. That's a far better way to go about it and actually go back. If you're anemic and you know it, doesn't that feel like a, like a, like a song somewhere in there? <laughs> Go back. There's an anemia podcast I did, um, and it's loaded with information for you to um, start to work on that. It's not just about taking an iron supplement, not by a long shot. So really, ultimately, sisters, we must look our habits in the face, acknowledge our own propensity because of programming and our neurochemistry that we often disregard our discomfort. We don't ask for help. We stay quiet. Looking at this plainly, you can see how the suffering is somewhat in part to your own lifestyle habits, and you can change that. It's all under your control. Gently, there's no judgment. There's no, there's no unloving thoughts that are necessary here. You need to mother yourself forward. You can do it. You can just put it down. You can decide you can get well. There's so many options available, and you can love yourself healthy. I believe it to be true. I have seen it hundreds, probably thousands of times now in my clinical practice. I am doing it for myself. Some days I'm a work in progress. Some days I nail it, and some days I fall flat on my face. <laughs> and it's okay. I get up and I do it better the next day. That's what life is about, truly. I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely of drlovely.com and the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. I'm so glad to have been able to spend the time with you today. Thank you for inviting me in and I hope you learned something. And until next time, go over to my website, drlovely.com and sign up for my newsletter. I've got lots of fun things coming for the new year. Take care. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.